Welcome to the Move 100 Halifax Morning Podcast. Here are your hosts, Aaron Hopkins and Peter Harrison. Welcome to the podcast this morning. Uh, Move listeners are telling us how they know when someone is rich. Like when they don't have to ask if guac for their sub is extra. And I got another one. If you're not checking your receipt when you leave the store, I mean, I am always That's not a thing. (laughs) No, I'm always checking it these days. (laughs) Your expensive hobbies. If you think you spend a lot on your hobby, listen to find out how someone spends $15,000 on a hobby over five years. Good Lord. Woo! Squid Games, too. The reality show. It's a thing. And a shout-out for Neptune Theater from a Lord of the Rings star. We get that, too. Details on it. And that is so cool. Listen for that. And always, $1,000 Minute Advantage, where we give you the answer to uh, question number 10 for the next day's $1,000 Minute. So this is for the June 16th contest. Question number 10 answer is and will be helium. The average Canadian household will spend $600 this year on gardening. And maybe you spend no money at all, but I think when they include gardening, they're including like, you know, just a little flower bed outside or a flower pot or something outside the door or window box or or the full-on acre of uh, corn planted in the backyard. Can I tell you about my garden at the campground? Go ahead. So we put um, some mulch, like just in between our campsite and like our fire site. We kind of have have like a double site where we are. And so I wanted it to look beautiful, but I'm not very good at gardening. So I went to the dollar store and I got beautiful greenery and purple plants and little ones that look like mayflowers. Put them all in along. They look amazing. Okay, so they're fake. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they sure are. Uh They look amazing. Would you consider this your hobby? No. No. What, do you have a hobby? My hobby, I would say the most expensive hobby I have is Amazon. Do you think shopping is a is a hobby? It's On Amazon, a, it is. Yeah, like if I have advice. spare time, that's what I do is scroll through Amazon. And just and, look for stuff. And if you see something, oh, that's Oh, cool. yeah. The, the packages at my door the past couple of weeks because we're trying to renovate our camper as well. So between that and fake flowers and everything else, I I have a problem. I have a problem. I only, well, how much do you think you spend? Oh, well, we could check this out. We could, we could, we uh, you could know, I could, look yeah, at this. you know what? I, we will do that before we come on again. I'll, I'll go through and, and just go through my orders for the past week. I never think of Amazon except if I don't know where I am, where would I find this? How right. would I possibly find this thing? Yeah. Well, the yeah. reason I do too, because I do like to support local, but it's two day delivery, gas is ridiculous, and, it's. I mean, it's just easier, right? It is true. And I don't really like shopping in person, believe it or not. Okay. I, I like the online thing. Legitimate hobby? I'm not... Okay, what do you got? I don't know. <laughs> you don't I have mean, an expensive hobby? Well, sure. I mean, I like drinking wine. Is that a okay. hobby or a vice? It's kind of like your, your Amazon thing. It's a disease for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point. <laughs> Glad I brought that one up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, no, that's not a hobby. DIY stuff, I think, is a hobby. Okay, I'm yes. horrible at it. Okay. But I have to keep doing it because paying right. someone else to do it is so expensive. Right. So, But you might as well, by the time you're done, oh, you as know. many times as you have to fix what you do. And if it's really hard stuff, if it's anything out of my, you know, capabilities, I, yeah. I have no problem at all saying, here, we need to hire someone yeah, yeah. to do this one. <laughs> <laughs> but I just painted all our kitchen cabinets. It just did a complete... How did they turn out? They look great. I'm really happy with them. I'd like a before and after, please. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) 
Your expensive hobby, that's what we're looking for. What is it that you do in your spare time that you call a hobby? And how much do you think you spend on it? Does it come anywhere near the $600 a year the average Canadian will spend on gardening? Good morning. What's your uh, expensive uh, hobby? I just wanted to explain to you my gardening hobby. I actually garden all year round mm -hmm. with hydroponics and outdoor gardening. Oh. Okay. So what are you growing and with your hydroponics? <laughs> nothing crazy. It's <laughs> strawberries and kale, and my kids pick from it. We make pasta. It's, it's like an appliance in my kitchen. Nice. I love it. You have nice. strawberries in the middle of winter? Yes. Wow. And it can grow tomatoes and basil and lavender, everything. It is an amazing hobby, but a very, very, very expensive. Have you stopped to figure out how much you've spent on your gardening? Oh, the actual unit was about 2500 Okay, wow. you got to get some money-making crops in there. Yeah, you know what seriously. I mean? Yeah, seriously. I know what you're saying, but I do have children, and I think everything would circulate through the water. Yeah. It would all be adult gardening. Yeah. There you go. Well, thank you very much, and I'm sure it's a great family thing to do, too. It is wonderful for the kids. Linda, you've got an expensive hobby, yes? Oh, my goodness, do I ever. Beading. Beading. Yes. And how long have you been beading? Actually, just uh, probably about two years now, but I've spent, oh, Oh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on beads. Like, I'll go and say, okay, I'm just buying this, and I'll come out with, like, $200 worth. <laughs> Is this a Michael's <laughs> thing? Oh, no, 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 no. Michael's, now, don't, don't get me wrong, they have nice beads, but they don't have the selection I'm looking for. So, I, you know, I go as far as, uh, you know, I've gone to Escazoni, and, you know, I've gone, you know, to different places here in Nova Scotia looking for Beats. Okay, now hold back just a little little bit here because you were talking about uh, Eskasoni. So are are you Mi'kmaq? Yes, I am. Okay, and uh, this is part of, have, has anyone in your family been a beater in the past? Or is this no. something, again, you just said you just started this two years ago. So is it is it in the Mi'kmaq tradition that you're, you're beating? Well, actually, you know, that is in part. But initially I started out uh, because my mom who had... Uh, dementia she loved jewelry and of course you know people with dementia they, they you know they break things they give them away she loved rings mm -hmm. so i started making her rings and from them it, it from there it just boomed it just started uh, mm -hmm. so uh, and now of course i'm really into all of the indigenous kinds of uh beading so Design. yeah 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 hundreds of dollars in travels hundreds of kilometers to get her beads yes that's me <laughs> Text 124.7. This text says spent 15000 on landscaping since we purchased five years ago, Whew. averaging three k a year. To be fair, yard was nothing but grass. Had to plant trees and shrubs and flowers mm. and all the rest. So there's your gardening. That's how you spend, on average, $600 a year per family. Mm -hmm. uh, expensive hobby. What's yours? How much do you spend on it? Tracy, how about you? I do cosplay. Oh, Wow. And so, um, how often do you partake in the cosplay hobby? Usually about once a year. Uh, this year, I'm lucky and I get to do it twice. Nice. Where are you going? Uh, Anime North in July and then Halcon in October. Okay, so explain what you will look like when you go to Anime North. Oh, my goodness. Well, for, mo for the most part, I'll be in volunteer attire uh, because I volunteer every year but when I'm not volunteering I'll most likely look like Futaba from Persona 5. You are speaking a foreign language. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> 
She's a, she's like a hacker kind of character. She's got like long orange hair and like very specific red and black headphones mm. and like shorts and boots and this like really great fur jacket. Do other people when you go know exactly who you are? Yes. Uh-huh. And, and I have people much, ask me a question that only the character would know the answer to. How much does it cost to get to that level of cosplay? Goodness gracious. It can get quite expensive if you're looking at, like, high-end tools like Dremels and airbrushes and, like, sealers and then the paints and then the foam itself to actually, like, carve out some of, like, the crazy armor pieces that some people make. Mm. It, it can get very expensive. Thousands? Thousands, easily, yeah. Mornings at Halifax with Aaron and Peter. Rated E for everyone. Hello, everyone. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Move 100. Mornings with Aaron and Peter on Move 100. I want you to know what's trending. So, not a lot of people probably watch Squid Game thinking, I wish this was real and happening to me. But if you were, Netflix has a reality show coming out. It's your chance at winning on Squid Games without the killing, probably. It's a real-life Squid Game competition show that they're hyping as the biggest reality competition ever. It's called Squid Game The Challenge. It's going to have 456 players competing in a series of games and the chance at winning $4.56 million. So, just like the TV series, only you don't die if you lose. That's what they're pitching. Promise. Yes. Yeah. So squidgamecasting.com. I looked last night. You can be from anywhere in the world. So um, if you're interested, you can do that at squidgamecasting.com. Squid Game, by the way, was renewed for a second season earlier. So it was given the green light. Uh, Billy Boyd was or is in Halifax. He's part of the Washington Black cast. He's best known for his roles in Lord of the Rings. Is his name Pip? Do you watch Lord of the Rings? Is it yeah, Pippin? Okay. Yes. Pippin? I've seen Lord of the Rings multiple times. He's one of the four main uh, guys okay. in Lord of the Rings. So while here in Halifax, he went to Neptune Theater for the Rocky Horror Picture Show, and he gave them a shout out on Twitter. He said, saw the show over the weekend. It is fantastic. Get to Neptune Theater and see it. It's a brilliant show. He's not lying. It's incredible. Two more weeks for that show, <sighs> by the way. So good. And Bedford Days are back. It kicks off on June 21st to coincide with National Indigenous Day, and it wraps up on Friday, July 1st to coincide with Canada Day. There's going to be live music, fireworks, wine, food sampling, kids' night, outdoor movies, and tons more. And you can get all that information at halifax.ca. That is what's trending. Hey, do you know you can win $500 for helping us pick the music we play? Love the variety. Become a Move Music Influencer at move100halifax.ca. Mornings on Move 100 with Aaron and Peter. It's time to win some money. Let's play the $1,000 Minute for Colonial Honda on Roby. It is everybody's favorite time of day. We're going to play to win $1,000. Well, I'm not, but Jeff is. Jeff, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> that sounds like someone who's ready to win. I'm going to do my best. All right, Jeff. I'm going to lay down the law here for you. You got a minute on the clock. We're going to throw 10 questions at you. If you get all 10 right, you're going to win $1,000. If not, you're going to get 10 bucks for each correct answer you give us. If you don't know the answer, say pass. And if we have time, we'll come back to it. But the minute you give us an answer, that's the one that counts. You can't take it back. Does that all sound... 
Easy peasy lemon squeezy, Jeff? It sounds easy. I'm sure I'll make it difficult, but I'll do it. <laughs> All right. Are you ready, Jeff? I am ready. Your $1,000 minute starts now. Jeff, what province is home to Fundy National Park? New Brunswick. Name one of the two national parks in Nova Scotia. Uh, Which Disney character has a sidekick named Tinkerbell? Uh, Peter Pan. What brand of paper towels has a lumberjack as a mascot? Scotties. In track and field, how many events are in decathlon? Ten. Today is the birthday of Courtney Cox and Ice Cube. Who is older? Uh, Courtney Cox. Which former NHL player holds a record for the most goals scored? Wayne Gretzky. Who is Wayne Gretzky married to? Uh, Jones. The 50s, 60s, or 70s, when was the first domestic microwave sold? 50s. How much money is nine quarters, two dimes, and two nickels? Ouch. Uh, two bucks. <laughs> Name one of the two national parks in Nova Scotia, Jeff. Uh, Point Pleasant Park. <laughs> okay. You answered ten questions. Now, real question, how many did you answer correctly? I mean... Yeah. Jeff, you did amazing. Okay. Uh, New Brunswick is where Fundy National Park is. You got that one. Uh, one of the two national parks, you could have said Kedgie or Highlands. What did I say, oh. Peter? I said Dollar Lake. You or said something. Dollar Lake, which is a provincial <laughs> park. But yeah, Kedgie, yeah. Cape Breton, Highlands, those are the two national parks. Peter Pan, you got that right. His Tinkerbell sidekick. Uh, the brand of paper towels is Brawny. Brawny. Track and field, there are 10 events in a decathlon. You got that right. The NHL player with the most record for the most goals is Rain Gretzky. His wife is Janet Jones. So You said Jones, that's close yeah, enough. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, Courtney Cox is older than Ice Cube. The microwave was in the 50s. Nine quarters, two dimes, two nickels. That's $2.55, not $2. So how many did Jeff get right? Seven. Seven out of ten. No, is, not too bad. Now, hang on, though, That's Jeff. amazing. This, this That's is $70. $70 is important. But mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. for playing this morning. You automatically won $500 in gas. Oh, excellent. That'll come in handy. <laughs> Holy moly. $500 in gas cards. And uh, this is Jeff's first time, by the way. Yeah. Phoning or playing. Yeah. So the other people who've been trying for years to get through and never get through, it is possible. Jeff, one more, one more clue for the next time. Listen to our podcast. We always give away the answer to question number 10. You would have automatically known that the answer is $2.55 today. So it pays to listen to the mm. podcast. Just a couple of tips, but you don't need them because you've got all that gas card money. You're laughing. Awesome. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Okay, so here's how the generations break down as far as how much you have to make before you're considered rich. Okay. Gen Zers said if you make $394,000 a year, you're rich. A lot of money. Uh, yeah, it is. I'd take it. <laughs> Millennials say you have to make $721,000 a year to be rich. Okay. $721,000. I thought it's wild. <laughs> Generation X is a little bit more, $887,000 a year. And I mentioned, uh, you know, depending on how old you are, mm-hmm. the numbers change. So mm-hmm. baby boomers, mm-hmm. the, the oldest of our generations, basically, mm-hmm. if you make over, according to baby boomers, a million dollars a year, you're rich. But see, then you get into, like, what defines rich. Because, yeah, oh. to me, like, if you want to 
like that sounds normal. Like not normal, but <laughs> normal rich. You know what I mean? Like to me, if you're rich, but see, honestly, the three thousand, three hundred thousand a year. Oh, that's huge. You're, yeah, that that's rich to me. I'm a Gen Zer in that case. Yeah, three hundred ninety-four thousand dollars a year, you'd be rich. Yeah, Scotty, tell us uh, how much money do you have to make uh, to be rich? My, a buddy of mine lives up the road, and he's got a company fuel card, so <laughs> I think he should just buy a fur coat. <laughs> I think that's all you need. <laughs> He's loaded. Will that also oh, yeah. pay for Cheetos and chocolate milk when you stop at the uh, store <laughs> after you fill up? He probably got a points card too, right? So <laughs> probably get all the okay. all the all the go popcorn you want. I don't know. <laughs> By Scotty's definition, if you've got a company gas card, you're rich. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you can text 124-7. We've got a text that says, I'd feel rich as soon as I made enough money to not have to question adding the guacamole on at a restaurant. That's, that's it. That's beautiful. And, I, <laughs> and I'd feel rich if it wasn't Thursday night and I'm running around trying to get gas so that I don't have to pay an extra five cents a liter the next day. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. By definition, then, how would you know if you were rich? Now, this text just came in at 124.7. I remember when I was driving my mom's car as a teenager, and I was not allowed to bring it home <laughs> empty. So a few times, I remember putting three bucks in the old Chevette. Amazing. bam, never got in trouble because the needle moved enough so she could get to work and back the next day, no problem. Especially a little Chevette. That's amazing. That's great. What makes you feel rich? 451-1313. What makes you feel rich? You know you're rich when you wake up every morning in a good mood. Well, that is a very good definition. I have to shop for a new car this summer, and I'm going to see if the dealership can sell me one that just burns money, because I think it'd be cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not always about the money. Sometimes it's about what makes you feel like you're rich. We mm. get a text at 124-7 when we have our great family gatherings. Sure. It's definitely a rich feeling. And nobody's arguing. Mm-hmm. That'll be the day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what makes me feel rich, this text said, is my wife's hand in mine on our Sunday morning walk in the park. That's all the rich I need. Oh, he must have done something wrong last night. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Kate. And, and a lot of us can relate to this one. You know you're rich if you earn more than your wife's sister's husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mornings with Aaron and Peter. On Move 100. Hello. Join the show anytime at 451-1313. I hate throwing away food just because the best uh. date has passed. Um, so I've got some foods that... Uh, that Science says it's okay, okay to eat after the best before date. But before that, yeah. what's the last thing you threw out because the best before date had passed? So, okay, and I am bad for it because I get really paranoid. Even if the food's okay, if it's past the date, I feel like I don't feel good if I eat it. Mm. So just yesterday, I had bought, like, the two-for bagels that you get at Costco. Like oh, you yeah, mix, yeah, you, mix you, you got to buy yeah. two bags of them. Yeah. Well, I only ate like two of them, and the date was the 10th, and it's now the, what, 14th, 15th? The 15th, so you threw them so out on the 14th. F- oh, yeah, so four mm. days passed, but usually with bread, you can see it, right? Like if there's any spots or whatever, sure. but I was like, oh, I don't know, four days. Yeah, so you don't want to make yourself sick, and I'm not <sighs> about to say that you, you, you have to follow these rules. Right. Uh, because things like salad, which is one of the things that, you know, basically they say, if it looks okay, eat it. 
Um, right. I'm not going to do that. No, because <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Too many stories of people getting sick from, yep. from eating these sorts of things. But milk, if it passes the sniff test, it's probably okay. Yeah. Eggs, you can almost always ignore the date because they're good for weeks after that date. In in Europe, yeah. by the way, if you go into supermarkets, you'll see eggs stacked up in the in the in the aisle, right? Rather than in the fridge. Oh. I'm going, huh? Really? Well, I but guess they lay them out they know like what that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they do. And <laughs> they, they know come they in do. a fridge. Pasta, come on, go ahead, eat it. Oh yeah. Two years after yeah. the date. Hard cheeses. Yeah, you just cut off the mold. Right? Yeah, I'll do that one. Dry uh, ingredients like flour and sugar and salt and pepper and baking soda. Mm -hmm. Canned food. That's when it starts to get iffy, right? Right, because, yeah, yeah. Just don't know, but a lot of canned foods, according to science, can last up to two years. After, yeah. Not going to happen. No, I wouldn't do it either. And that bag salad, as long as it looks okay, they're saying it's probably fine. I actually just threw one of those out the other day, and they're like seven dollars a bag for like the like the good ones, like the dill pickle mix ones. And <sighs> text us one hundred twenty four seven. What's the oldest after date that you ate something? You the looked at something. You said this too. is probably okay. I'm going to eat this. What yeah. did you eat that was way beyond the expiration date? And are you here to tell us a tale? <laughs> <laughs> this one a few days ago, I ate yogurt that was four months. Past the day. That's too much. It's too much. I know that yogurt has like the active bacteria and stuff in it, so it's kind of like gross anyway, <laughs> as, I, as I just finished my yogurt. But I don't know. Four months. Yeah, too long. I think I, I agree with you. That's too long. Uh, when yogurt goes yogurt goes bad, you can tell. True. Right? That's People true. say, how do you tell? Oh, no, you can you tell. You can tell. Yeah. Uh, the text goes on to say, but my father will eat things years no. past. No. Years past the due date. And someone else said yogurt. Um, said it was about a month past the date, but it passed the smell and plop test. What the hell? What's the plop test? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Does it get ruddy when it's bad, maybe? Uh, yeah, I, I know it, it actually, like, it gets moldy. Oof. Not good. Uh, and uh, you were saying about, you just threw out a bunch of Costco bagels because yeah. of like, four days yeah. past. And we do this as well. This tip uh, sent in from a Move listener says, we buy Costco bagels all the time. Bring them home, open them up, and cut them in half, put them back in the bag, and then just put them straight in the freezer. Yeah, and I, you know what? I normally do freeze them, but we're we're seasonal campers. So, like, our freezer is very limited, right. the space at the, the camper freezer. So I didn't do it there. With like a six-inch freezer oh, on the top? That's the worst. Yeah, mm. it's the worst, but... I do freeze them at home. So we're still so. curious. What did you eat that was like way past? How far mm, past mm -hmm. the best before date was it that you decided, eh, I'm going to try this? Mm. And you went ahead and ate it. It's a good day. Waking up with good friends and great music. Mornings with Aaron and Peter. It's a good morning. On Move 100. It's Aaron and Peter's Move Morning Mindbender. Yeah, have you driven your kids anywhere Um this morning so far, uh, maybe you're with your kids right now if you're listening in the car. Uh, kids say this is the worst thing about being in the car with their parents, mm. and we're wondering if you know what uh, what kids would say about that. So, again, think about this. Kids say this is the worst thing <laughs> about being in the car with their parents. What do you think it is? Give us a call at 451-1313 or text your guest to 124-7. A text at 124-7, this one sounds very specific. When your parents drive super slow with the windows down and Rick roll at the top of their lungs through the Bedford Commons parking lot. Beautiful. Never going to give you up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally doing that today. 
other worst things about being in the car with their parents? Their music, their CDs. Right. I was very surprised that my car didn't have a CD player in it when I just, I, like, I'm sorry. Yeah. If Am you I find there? a car without a radio in it, don't buy it, okay? That's a lemon right there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, another one is parents uh, turning down the music to see where they're going. That's oh. classic. <laughs> Turn it down. I gotta. I gotta see what the street is. Having to talk to them. Another one. Te- another text <laughs> says. But really, all of the other texts and dozens and dozens of them yeah. had the right answer. And Tiffany, what do you think that answer is? Um, my do- I'm driving in the car with my daughter, and she thinks it's when I sing in the car. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not very nice. You know what? I know, right? That is absolutely the correct answer. What do you sing in the car? Oh! <laughs> Whatever you guys play on the radio. Okay, and she's embarrassed by that? She is. How old is your daughter? She's eight. Mm. That's that age. That's Charlie yeah. with me. I, I get going with Shoop, and she's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, just a little bit of a follow-up question for you. When's the last time you embarrassed your daughter? Other than singing, have you embarrassed her at any point? She's being shy now. <laughs> when, when you drop her off, will you give her a big hug and kiss? Will that be embarrassing? Well, you know what? I'm about to do that right now, so we'll see. <laughs> Here I go, here I go, here I go again. <laughs> Never gonna get through it. Never miss a moment of Move Mornings with Aaron and Peter. Follow their podcast on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.